Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Lights Out Formula One podcast. We are uh, an American Formula One podcast talking about all things Formula One from an American perspective. My name is Kiriel. Joined by his uh, co-hosts, uh, I'm Kevin. I'm Gershon. Yeah, and so we're uh, we're coming at you uh, the week after Monaco. Uh, so Baku's in a week, so uh, you know no race to talk about. So we figured we'd uh, look ahead a little bit, um, not just to Baku, but a little farther into the future and talk about some up-and-coming uh, prospects you might see in Formula 1 in the next uh, five, ten years. Looking very far ahead. Yeah, and uh, a couple of uh, American prospects in particular that... Um, show some promise and we could be seeing them on the future grid for sure uh first one we want to talk about is uh jack crawford uh formula three for red bull um up and coming very young 16 years old uh was in racing in f4 last year in the i think the fia formula four now uh yeah, last year he for raced germany champion yeah italian german f4. yeah italian yeah. f4, f4 championship german f4. yeah p2 and that's really impressive result mm-hmm. uh red bull took no and I think it's no secret that you, we were talking about it earlier, Kirill, how Christian definitely um, has an appetite for like uh, an American audience. Yeah, he you know, sees he's the market we, here. We see that he's like, he did that podcast with uh, Barstool, Barstool Sports. Sports. Yeah. 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 Um, so definitely wants to tap into that market. And I mean, I understand it. It's, it's definitely it's a big market. It's a big one that a good, a still good needs idea. to okay. yeah, be broken through. So, yeah. Yeah, so Jack Crawford from, from Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, started out uh, in carts like everyone else. Uh, he's got a few uh, pretty good seasons in, in F4. He won uh, Rookie of the Year in Mexican F4 in 2019 as well. Uh, oh, you know, his, his dad actually wanted him to be a, a NASCAR driver, funnily enough, but oh, he, wow. he went his own way. Yeah, Good choice. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, de- he's looking promising. Um, his karting career definitely shows why Red Bull... Um, picked him you know he's gotten a couple of third place finishes in his pro tours and challenges uh of the americas and he's cut, had a couple of tours where he's actually gotten the championship themselves so yeah and uh two third place finishes at the super nationals in 2018 and 2019 respectively and then yeah from there on he he moved up to cars and it's been looking pretty promising so far yeah, very exciting uh, prospect for the American F1 scene. The only fear that I have for him, considering he is with Red Bull, is that it's such a talented driver program. It's true. So where, uh, where yeah, can that's... he go from here, you know what I mean? Yeah, they are, their academy is stacked. He's very talented. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see, though. I don't like. Also, I think another thing that we want to make sure is that he wants to make sure that he's delivering, you know, really good results consistently. You know, you look at um, the other American prospect who – Recently stated, he had to like uh, kind of go a different route. Uh, Logan Sargent mm-hmm. is racing um, for the Prima team, I believe, mm-hmm. an yep. F two last year. But um, he stated recently that like he's ran out, ran out of funding, mm-hmm. you know. So he had to, he's gonna switch to like uh, I, I don't know exactly which class he's gonna go for now. I don't know if it was like Indy Lights or like going G- the G team route, but. Uh, it's a shame because he looked like he was uh, another like promising American prospect. He was yep. he was knocking on the door, but yeah, just ran out of money. Yeah, way it's. I mean, going going back even farther, another uh, American Red Bull prospect, uh, Scott Speed. Uh, he made <laughs> yeah. it to F one for a little bit. Uh, yeah, he but his stint wasn't scene. very fruitful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're not familiar with Scott Speed, I definitely recommend checking out. Um, I believe it was Josh Revel's video on it on uh, YouTube. He's a 
He has a funny YouTube channel. He's a race car driver, and his last name, name is Speed. Yeah, Speed. such a legendary name. <laughs> That's perfect. The double S. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> they kind of fumbled the bag there. Um, Scott Speed, uh, I think, like with him, it was just I don't know. I think he was, it was just kind of a mismanaged like route to F one, but like once he got there, I, I don't know. I feel like he was kind of thrown in the deep end. He just could not deliver. I don't know. It, it was it was catastrophic. But hopefully, another not this this second attempt. Like with Jack Crawford, um, it'll pan out. But we okay. still have a couple years to go. Yeah. So. Uh, also, uh, in addition to Jack Crawford, another uh, younger American prospect that we might see in F1 in the next uh, in this decade, uh, Ugo Ugo Chukwu uh, from New York. He's still uh, 13 years old, uh, still driving in carts. He's uh, this year, 2021. He's going to move up to the uh, senior uh, FIA European karting. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know. Uh, he has a pretty good career in junior karting. Uh, he uh, won the uh, 2018 uh, FIA Junior Karting Challenge of the Americas. Uh, he came in P2 uh, 2018 in the um, Junior Italian Karting Championship. He recently just won the FIA European Karting Championship too, right? Yep. Yeah, so... Oh, wow, he's only 13. Yeah, 13 so success in the U.S. and success in Europe uh, definitely has caught the eye of Zach Brown. And, I mean, no one can deny the... The, the of like the initial parallel yeah, of a thirteen-year-old being signed by McLaren. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll dun, see if dun. we'll see if Zach Brown is this kid's uh, Ron Dennis. A lot of potential. Yeah. yeah no, if you I don't know who we're referring to. We're referring to Lewis Hamilton. Just so you yeah, know. another, uh, <laughs> another young great. prospect. Signed McLaren, yeah, I think thirteen years. I old. think Lewis's career has turned out pretty well. He's so right. so bad. you know what? Uh, we'll see if if Hugo's uh, career turns out to be pretty fruitful. I think there's something. To be said about signing thirteen-year-olds, mm-hmm. yeah, McLaren definitely has a different approach to the whole uh, driver scouting than Red Bull or most other academies. Um, Red Bull kind of uh, sends out a wide net and just sees as many yeah. good drivers they can get and just sees how far they can yeah, take them. But uh, McLaren is very, very more selective. They pick oh, yeah. like one or two drivers and try to invest more heavily into them. And I yes. mean, it's worked out pretty well for them it with Lewis out. Hamilton. So exactly. we'll see what they can do with uh, Ugo Ugo Chukwu. Yeah, Ugo should Ugo and his family like should definitely be happy that i don't know like it's a smaller academy so like like you said they're more selective they can probably focus more on you know fostering that talent that he has and investing more in him even uh red bull is just super prolific and aggressive with their driver search and in a way it's paid off for their junior series they're they're very very successful they have some of the best drivers um if you look at the grid right now a lot of them came from the Red Bull Junior program, like, like the likes of a third of the grid. Yeah, like what Vettel, Seb Ricardo, Carlos Verstappen, Verstappen, Pierre Gasly, Pierre Gasly, <laughs> yeah, Yuki, and two reserve drivers, uh, Daniel Kvyat and uh, Alex, uh, Albon. Alex Albon. Yeah, so not yes. not a bad uh, academy. At yeah, all. so I think they're they're doing what they want um, in their own right, but yeah, McLaren awfully, uh, definitely have like a different vision for themselves. Yeah. yeah, but speaking of Red Bull Juniors, I mean a few other. Uh, top prospects that have a chance of maybe making it into F1 if they can uh, fight in that crowded academy. Uh, we have Yuri Vips. He's Estonian. He's driving uh, in F2 right now. He's only 20 years old. Um, Liam good. Lawson uh, from New Zealand. Uh, Liam Lawson is good too. F2 driver. Yeah. That's an awesome name. Yeah. And uh, then uh, we have Jahan Daruvala. Yeah, Jahan. 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 Yeah, oh, for yeah. Harlan Jahan F2 driver from India. How do you feel about it, Gush? I'm going to be honest. As, a, as an Indian... American-born Indian man. Um, it's awesome to see him doing what he is doing. Um, seeing that race win last year, those three podiums, definitely definitely brought some pride 
along with it. But I'm a realistic fan. Um, he he has a very short career in F2, but there's just so much talent in that pool, in that Red Bull pool. Yeah, it's tough. And he is getting a little bit older. And let's be real, the, the Indian man doesn't make it to F1. So he has a lot of things going against him. Yeah. So I, I would hope that he can secure some form of just like support and funding, but Jahan's probably not making it to F1 if I'm going you know to be very a, frank. Sorry to interrupt, no, but uh, you, is this Liam Lawson's first year in uh, Formula 2? Um, I believe so. He's only 19 years old. So yeah, I think he's so three right now uh, Daruvula sits eighth in the F2 standings with Lawson in fifth. Um, and Lawson, look, his form can only get better. This and is, he's a rookie? This is, yeah, this is first yeah. year. Oh, wow. He's already showed, like, really good speed from the onset. So, mm-hmm. uh, if if he does outperform Daruvula, like, I don't see things going well for Daruvula. And, like, things can only get better for Lawson. I don't know if he'll rack up enough points to super license points. But um, he'll definitely get another but shot But I will year say, what he has done is amazing. Like I said, you don't oh, see that many, yeah, you don't see yeah. many Indian people make it this far, and yep. he has a race win under his belt. It's true. Know, so yeah, he people know his name. Say, no, yeah. and it's still super early in the yeah, season. Yeah, it's super so, early. Like second one thing, year. One thing you know, you know with the F two championship is like, anything can happen. Yeah. that shit is that shit is absolutely crazy. But um, but I'll yeah. be praying for him. Yeah, I mean, speaking of uh, you know, stack driver academies, Alpine has a pretty uh, pretty good academy too. Yeah, Alpine has a pretty good academy. Um, I guess their premier like driver uh, is like Guan Yu Zhou right now. This is I believe his third year in F two, so mm-hmm. he is on the senior end of uh like the uh, F two drivers. But um, I don't I, his his like future is really interesting because um I was reading something about how. No rental like Alpine junior drivers have graduated since I believe 2015. Yeah. So they they look for most of their yeah F1 right now from current F1 drivers. Yeah, mm. and if I was a betting man, I would say like Fernando Alonso. Fernando Alonso is probably gonna stay for at least next year, and um, Esteban Ocon is definitely staking his claim in that seat. And even if they did replace Esteban, I think they would. Go try to get someone like Pierre Gasly yeah. or another or George Russell or or, or as you saw in that yeah we saw in that video Uh-oh. that team boss Uh-oh. is pretty high on George Russell Uh-oh. but um, yeah I don't know I Guan Yu's uh, uh, I don't know if his role is necessarily reserve or development driver but with, with Alpine already but I don't know his I, I don't see him having much more time after this in F two um, but hopefully he can get a good result this year. Uh, in terms of the uh, driver, drivers championship, um, but I don't know. I don't see a road to him, like a clear path to him for him right now to F one, just because the the grid is so stacked right now, and there's lots of different uh, junior talent. That is true. I feel like for these upcoming drivers, this this current grid is already. I mean, it's not that old. You do have those select few young. old yeah. heads. It's yeah, pretty but young. It's, it is a fairly young grid for the next five years. So it'll be very interesting to see how they, like, you know, finesse their way into F1. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Alpine Academy providing different challenges for young drivers in the Rebel Academy, mm-hmm. but it's still a very tough road to uh, extremely one of the top 20 yeah, open definitely. wheel drivers in the world. Yeah. I was talking with Kirill earlier just about, I don't know, it, it is, like, it is kind of unfortunate for, like, a lot of the, most of the junior talent um, like they won't get to like make it to F1 eventually, but at the end of the day, you know, they did com- get to show the case their skills in like the junior cars, like mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. F2, F3, and F4. And 
they can still find fruitful careers like elsewhere because at the end of the day uh like there's only 20 20 seats so it's not like you can please everyone yeah um there's plenty of other series though you know and yeah. f2 in itself is such a great accomplishment to yeah, make it to f2 you have to be able to keep up with people like the Mick Schumacher who just got called up and the people we're naming. Like, you still have to keep up with them in some form. So making it there in itself is just such a great achievement. Yeah, yeah. no. And, yeah, like you said, there's so many classes of motorsport where you can find, like, a lot of glory and success. But, yeah. obviously, for these kids, yeah, they are trying to make it to F1. So, mm-hmm. it really is just a dogfight uh, in, in F2 for the other junior cars. Um, like yeah. you said, it's only 30 seats, 20 plus the one reserve. Mm-hmm. So it's only 30 seats, and that's 30 people out of how many? X how many reserve drivers can each team have? I think, uh, I think they can have a, a reserve and a test driver, or they can use one driver from both. So 40. 40. That's only 40 seats. But some, some teams like uh, Alex Albon is the reserve and test driver for AlphaTauri and Red Bull, so it's a little Ooh, less than that. Albon's yeah, a wrestle that. man. He's busy. He's, He's definitely busy. Red Bull, so he's, been, he's been very busy. Him. Good we for miss him. you, Albon. Yeah, I would like to see him back if uh, if possible, but it's, it's possible. again, it's just so much talent that it's uh It's okay. We're going to get all these old heads out of here soon. Maybe. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll see. But yeah, and then we have like the Mercedes uh Young Driver Academy. Um some most graduates. interesting currently, I would say. They have the most interesting like in terms of their graduates or like their In terms of their graduates. Mercedes? Uh, yeah. George yeah. Russell and yeah. Esteban Ocon. Two very, very interesting. Oh, yeah, huh? Red Bull, huh? <laughs> <But> yeah, no, <laughs> completely forgot about Red Bull. <laughs> Mercedes Academy has kind of, uh, I feel, fallen off in their actual development mm. uh, recently. I mean, uh, besides I, don't know. I, o- I think o- Red, uh, Russell and Ocon, we I haven't think... seen much come out of their academy recently. Mm. You're talking about uh, Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Oh, like getting to a Mercedes? Yeah, because I, I feel the path... like they invested most of their resources in the George Russell and just getting yeah, the yeah, that, and I agree with that's for true. Mercedes. I think yeah. the path is definitely complicated though by, you know, their long, long-standing champ Lewis, and then yeah. um, also that's just true. having Valtteri Bottas in that seat. Mm-hmm. Um, He's very consistent. Very yeah. consistent. Yeah, Bottas like the like people can complain all they want about him not deserving that seat necessarily, but he does exactly what Mercedes wants him to do, which is play. Play second fiddle when even needed. if he doesn't and want also to, he does. deliver deliver on the days where Lewis underperforms like he did in Monaco, but unfortunately they messed up Valtteri's pit stop. That's even rough. though he was the leader of Mercedes that we- entire weekend, world's first uh, four day pit stop. Ridiculous! That's a record. Ridiculous! Mercedes breaking records left and yeah, right. Hey, left and right. You can call them. That's not the pit stop record they would have wanted, but no, um, they are the pit stop record nonetheless of the F one sporting. Um, yeah. Yes, uh, I don't know. Right now, like, the only um, Mercedes Jr. that uh, we'll maybe see again, like, uh, in the next couple of years is Frederick Vesti in F3 right now. Pretty good, pretty promising talent, um, so we'll keep an eye on what he does. And then they do have a couple of other juniors um, racing in Formula Regional Championships and um, karting championships as well. Then um, we obviously can't forget the Ferrari Driver Academy. Yep. Recent um, graduate Mick Schumacher making yeah. it to the, the Haas seat. Yeah, making it to the Haas seat, we definitely see that Mattia is uh, pretty high him. on him. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it seems like a match made in heaven, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Schumacher surname returning, it's a money making with the potential to ter- return to the Ferrari team. But um, yeah, it's definitely not just the surname. I think Schumacher has shown that he can have his um, own success. Yeah, F2 champion. F2 champion. Um, he had pretty good success in the other championships as well. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with him. But um, 
I don't know. In the same way, they do cast a pretty wide net. They don't have much to offer in return sometimes to their other successful drivers like Callum Eilat. Um Yeah, he just... I mean, he's a reserve and test driver. He's uh, a, yeah, now so he's test driver. Has some chance, but it's, it's yeah. again, it's just tough with so much talent there is. Yeah, uh, you have Schwartzman I mean, and Armstrong. Leclerc recently, yeah. I mean, he was, a, he was a Ferrari prospect who made it out of the academy. Yes. And his brother, Arthur, also still in the academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. Charles isn't going anywhere for a while. No, he's he's, uh, he's, <laughs> he's there to stay. Ferrari quite well. Yeah, yeah I mean, they gave him they, they, a good the, prospect them. the longest contract, I think, in their history. Mm-hmm. Five, well, five years. Five years. Five years. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, faith have, in him. Uh, As yeah, they like should. I said, Schwarzman Shadow and Armstrong Charles. in F two. Yeah, d- despite his his uh, depressing uh, oh. Monaco. Oh, uh, that wasn't staff, even. Uh, I think he has a very bright future. Why wouldn't That's you check? Uh, whatever. We won't yeah. talk about a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, I don't know if you're if you're someone like I lot Schwarzman or Armstrong, or even uh, Arthur Leclerc. Uh, you you see what like um, Ferrari's trying to do with keeping Leclerc for a long time. Obviously, you want to keep Mick Schumacher for a long time. You kind of look elsewhere because you don't want to get. Would you want to get stuck in kind of the, the seat like Giovinazzi is? He's kind of just been halted in his career. Yeah, um, I mean, kind be, of being halted, uh, being forced to drive an F one car for a few years, not not the worst uh, <laughs> spot in your career to be stuck in. Not the, yeah, I, it's, it's rel- relatively not the yeah, worst. He, he, but he's lucky. At the end of the them. day, like. I don't know. You want to be like these these drivers. They want to meet you wanna be, be top competing. Cars. Yeah, yeah. As a car, so unless your name's Kimmy Wright. If I'm them, I don't. It, it is tough though because. <laughs> I mean, he is hogging a Ferrari seat that He's could be given to a young Saber Ferrari Academy He's driver. He's one of the old heads I was referring to. Earlier. Yeah, I mean, look, I love to Kimmy. He's a you know he's a very funny guy. He's a He's, champion. He's a champion, world champion yeah. for Ferrari. It's impressive, but I think it's about time to to give that seat to a, a young talent who who can show us, you know. You do have the counter argument, though, that if you can still, like, keep up in an F1 car, why should you give up your seat, you know? I mean, he has no reason to. I just think that it'd be best for the prospects in the Ferrari Academy. I agree. I agree. It's just that. And he's also called it a hobby. (laughs) His drive is gone. His drive is gone. I see, yeah. Yeah, And then we also have, uh, in the Ferrari Young Driver Academy, Mayo... Wig, wig. Sorry if I'm butchering your name, but um, Butcher pretty it. big story there. She's, uh, I think, the first uh, female uh, driver to be in that academy. So yeah. that's pretty big. Um, big accomplishment. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see how far she can make it. Again, there's a lot of people ahead of her, but yeah, would be. would be really cool to see in the next yeah. couple of years if we could get like a really quick, quick female on the grid. I don't know, shake things up. I think that would be really good for the sport. It'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Then, we're rooting for you, Maya. <laughs> Yeah, sorry I butchered your last name. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's uh, most of the big uh, academies. So Williams and Saber also have their own academies, but again, uh, Williams prospects uh, recently have been uh, Reina Sani, Jack Aitken, Dan Tictum. I think, uh, I mean, the notable one with Saber right now is Teo Pocher. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people are definitely high on him. He did really well in Formula Three. Are you talking 3. about Sauber? Talking about Sauber, yeah. Okay. Sorry, Taylor Chair. Um, and F two. Um, he's a rookie, so um, we'll see how he does towards the end of the season. But he's he looks pretty quick. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely keeping my eye on him. But um, yeah, like the Williams Driver Academy, not not too much, much going, going on there. there. Yeah, and then um, let's see. 
Who else is there? Aston Martin doesn't have any. No, those are all the academies. Yeah. Yeah. Much. You got, yeah. Yeah. So that's it for as far as uh, you know, up and coming talent. You might see an F one the in this decade. Yeah, definitely some names to keep your your eyes on. Um, yeah. I guess let's uh, let's take a look forward to Baku. To Baku, yeah, yeah. in uh, several days time. Yeah, my my absolute hated track on F one twenty twenty. I I don't I don't know why it's I cannot it's honestly, race on it's Baku. Fun. It's not it's that tough. it's not that difficult. It is the most difficult track. It's pretty ever straightforward. Created. Gush Gush has his uh, Charles Leclerc moment on that track. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the, bar that corner that is annoying sometimes. Oh my god! The the track is a series of straights and ninety degree corners. Yeah, but I mean it's a. Uh, We'll see if Mercedes can come back. I mean, this is Max's first time. Max Verstappen leading the championship for the first time ever. Wow. Uh, yeah, so no, Monaco was yeah. such a huge weekend for them. They needed that boost because um, before that, it was looking like uh, Mercedes would would be like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a close race. But then they, you know, they would seem like they um, had everything under control, even though there were times where they had to pull out, like, uh, an even better strategy or... Something like that. It you know it was starting to you know we were starting to think like oh is this gonna get away? Mm-hmm. But um yeah definitely a big boost um for the Red Bull team and Max Verstappen and definitely a treat for all the fans. But um as far as Baku goes, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I think the Mercedes engine is gonna thrive there, so that's why I'm pretty hopeful McLaren will also get a good result, and I'm hoping Danny Rick can get a confidence boosting race. Um. We'll see though. Also with the Red Bull like flexi wing, uh, that yeah, that's a big story right now. Yeah, yeah Mercedes uh, and uh, Red Bull are going uh, back and forth at each other, trying to. I mean, Mercedes uh, have already complained to the FIA, and the FIA has said that they will uh, uh, that the current wings all meet the current tests, and that they're going to be introducing, introducing more like, strict, strict tests test, for yeah. the uh, French Grand Prix. So uh, yeah. Mercedes at this point, they just kind of. Trying to get the FIA to do more. It's usually uh, to the hurt other Red way Bull. around. Yeah, usually Red Bull is the one usually trying Red Bull to uh, harass Mercedes, <laughs> but this time it's reversed. That's what happens when you're losing. Okay. I guess. It's yeah. the war of war of words right now. Yeah. But, um, we'll see how that that wing helps Red Bull because um, you know it helps them in the straights, reduce the drag, but in the 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 corners, we'll see like if it can uh, work to their advantage. Yeah, I mean, I think Toto should be careful uh, as far as pressing the FIA on, on uh, Red Bull's rear wing because I think, think if, he, if he presses the uh, Red Wing then oh, they'll retaliate? Uh, Red Bull will push the front wing because Mercedes front wing is flexing too so uh, this is a <laughs> that's uh, hilarious is, they're, they're doing it too I mean it's 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 clear hypocrisy I mean on Toto's part his rear wing doesn't flex sure but his front wing does so I mean if he wants to go there then I'm sure Christian Horner that's really I guess that's really what F1's all that. about though it's just you get the you get the set of rules and regulations. You try to you work with you, what you're given. You no, and then as far you try to find the loopholes. Yeah. yeah, try to be cheeky. That's what it's all about, really. I guess in the sport. But I mean, props to to Rebel. They they found a a little a little loophole. Yeah, yeah. They found a little loophole. And I only want to I only want to bring this up because you mentioned it earlier, Kevin. But what happens if Danny Rick does not get points this weekend? What do we? Uh, how do we feel? I'm a big Danny Rick fan. I love the game. Just so you know where I'm, I'm coming from. I'm wearing Danny Ricardo's shirt. Yeah, I'm right staring now. at your merch. I think if we're, if we think if we're like, let's say he doesn't get points this weekend, and then we fast forward to midseason, we're he's still in the same form. McLaren are gonna. This be is race starting six. To look at themselves, huh? This is race six. Yeah, yeah, race yes. six. We're almost one third of the way there. Yeah. yeah give it yeah, to half. <laughs> if we were, if we remember, Ricardo with his first season with Renault was a little. 
slow yeah. to to get running. And then that second season of the Renault was really good for him. Yeah. So I, th- I think the I driver think, of his caliber. Yeah, driver's the time, caliber at least, deserves uh, the time. Yeah. He's proven proven race winner. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, props to him. I think like in terms of the learning curve that came with switching to McLaren. He's really taken it like a like a champion. You know, he's not been arrogant about it at all. He's been humble. He's been trying to learn about it. So I think I, I hope McLaren see that. Um, but obviously, as a team, you know you, you're mm-hmm. concerned when you're trying to fight with Ferrari for the best of the rest right now and the occasional podium or win. Um, and I mean, it's tough when Lando Norris is your teammate, who's like the shining star of all these young guys right now. He's blazing fast. Oh yeah, no, this blazing. season he's been probably the third best driver, I would say. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he took the seat from Charles. And what he took Valtteri? it from Charles? I mean, third best. You know what, Valtteri was never third best. He just had the fastest car. <laughs> I, I I think just this season. I, I, I'm gonna. But, uh... I would say just this season, like he's been the third best driver, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say he he's taking Charles Leclerc's like. Okay, yeah. Um, right. I I don't know. I still think Leclerc does have the edge on him. I think it's gonna be Leclerc Verstappen, um, and for possibly Norris. Come, but yeah. for yeah, like um, yeah, Zach Brown is super high on Lando, so he's definitely he Rightfully definitely has so. the backing. Yeah. He got the contract extension. Yeah, no, he Lando's earned it. Like and great kid. Um, yeah. You know, Great it's kid. it's a chance for McLaren to have just like a long-standing driver to just back for years to come. So we'll see. But uh, Danny Rick, he's still learning. We'll see how he does the next few races. But uh, we're hoping he can find his form. Your fans want points, so. Danny. Yeah. We want points. Yeah. On a similar note, I hope that Sebastian Vettel can uh, Ooh, keep his you know, keep that keep Monaco his form. Pace up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I hope yeah. he can get back in the points again. Hopefully. I think with Seb, it was just yeah, he just needed a confidence boost. You know, going from Ferrari into the Aston Martin, like we saw from the first time at testing, like the car wasn't looking too great. His form wasn't looking too great. Super hard. Um, Bahrain, um, that was a terrible race for him. Um, And then he didn't have a points finish. But what a great place to get a points finish, right? Yeah, right. And um, P five, yeah, it's not not bad at all. Not bad. He had to he had to overtake what Pierre Gasly and Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. No, so he he was on the money with that. Good for him. I mean, Happy the, for him. One of the only overtakes in Monaco, and the we TV director yeah, cut off of it right before it happened. Yeah. Hopefully, um, we got Lance Stroll next year in Monaco. Um, but so angry. We'll see what happens with him. Hopefully, he can keep the form yep. going forward. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, we'll see Aston Martin get a good result maybe this weekend with the Mercedes engine. Uh, yeah. I mean, if they can fix the stability issues, if they can make the car drivable, I mean, the I think this is the track that will suit their car. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. What, what else is gonna go on? What okay. do we feel about the rest of the the rest of the grid? What do we Baku think? Wise? Yeah. What do we think about that podium? Uh, Hamver Nor maybe Hamver Bot. I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna go that crazy. Uh, I I. I I sent another Bottas incident coming. Oh, no. oh god! <laughs> oh god! Uh, it's happened to him before. He's gotten a tire puncture there, 2018. But now, do you think that this is uh, going to be an accident, or do you think, uh, you think it's more it's Mercedes, Mercedes conspiracy uh, sabotage, trying to get Russell in that seat midseason? I think it was Mercedes sabotage. I don't think they do it the weekend right after they f- fucked up his pit stop. Yeah, yeah. Um, my my prediction is going to be. Ham ver, ver Norris. Ham ver Norris. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, I would agree. Ham followed by Perez and then Bottas. Yeah, 
Yeah, hopefully Checo right. can keep up that pace. He's uh, he's, he's pretty starting well to find it. Red Bull he's starting Monaco. to find it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the the main focus for Sergio should just be to improve on Saturdays, mm-hmm. so because he so that he can start higher up, you know, and give true yeah. uh, Red Bull the second driver they need to fight Mercedes. Because we we know that Checo's pace on Sunday is very good. Yeah, he, he has knows the race how to manage his tires. Yeah. He has the race craft. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens there. It's gonna it should be it should be an exciting race. Um, yeah, looking really, forward to really it. high speed track. Um, qualifying, we saw last time they raced there. There was quite a bit of incidents, so <laughs> maybe maybe we can see something. Um, see more more action, um, especially with the drivers not having raced there last year. They have to get reacclimated with the track, with the obviously like different cars that they have. Yeah, and hopefully Carlos Sainz can keep up his. Hopefully, Charles Leclerc doesn't crash. Yeah. I think Hopefully, that, they actually that, take straight, care of this car. That's true. That long ass straight is going to hurt them, though. Yeah, Ferrari, Ferrari, for sure. Ferrari might yeah. be hurt at this yeah. track. But I definitely hope they can keep up whatever they did last race, minus yeah. the Charles Leclerc incident. <laughs> yeah. That was tough. That was rough. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that incident was. Um, that was an interesting one. I, I know. It was avoidable. I know it's been, it was the talk of the town all the last weekend, but uh, you, you have to sympathize with him and not. Starting on pole at his home race, it, it looked like we were finally getting somewhere with breaking the curse, but it just the curse hey, the keeps curse on cursing. <laughs> I guess he has not finished him. a race in Monaco since Karts. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Just, yeah, it's gonna feel good. It's gonna curse. feel good for him once he can finally get that Monaco if. win. Yeah, if. it's gonna be like we'll we see if he can break that curse. Ferrari needs, for to, sake, Ferrari needs so. to get it together as well as a yeah. team. They've been getting they. it together. I think they've definitely been on the steady path to. It's a good year for them. Yeah. Definitely, I feel like they're like after like that garbage last year for them. They were really keeping their expectations low, and I think yeah. they're exceeding them right now as far as the season goes. Yeah, I think it's a great recovery for them from from what happened the last few years yeah. with the the whole cheating scandal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think yeah. you could definitely see like with the arrival of Carlos Sainz, kind of like a fresh. I don't know. It's like they 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 look rejuvenated for sure. Yeah. He's a perfect fit for that car, I think, yeah. and that team. Matias yeah, looking twenty twenty years and he younger. He can push Charles to do better. He's someone who can fight, you know. Yeah, because yeah, Carlos definitely still has something. I mean, has a lot to prove. So mm-hmm. he's gonna be pushing. He's hungry. He's you gonna push Leclerc, push Leclerc to the max. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wants to stake his claim in that seat too, because he doesn't just want to be a placeholder for for Schumacher's seat. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, we'll yeah. See what happens with them, but. We'll very excited for the race. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Cool. You, you guys watch any other uh, racing this week? There's no Formula 1. You guys watch any Indy, Indy 500? Took, uh, checked out the Indy 500 highlights. Yeah, congratulations to Helio Gastoneves. Uh, first Indy 500 win. That's big. Yeah, congrats. That's congrats. Um, yeah, that was the only time I've seen um, a Brazilian flag be flown in, like, wow. deep south. <laughs> that was, uh... IndyCar is in deep south. It's Indiana. That's, come on. <laughs> come on, man. Indiana is deep south. No, yeah, but um, that, that was a nice race to watch. I feel like the Indy 500 is really that. It's, it's a good crown jewel race to watch for any car series. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, all right. Yes. I mean, uh, I think that wraps up this episode. I mean, thank you everyone for watch, uh, listening, uh, and hopefully we'll we'll see you next time. See you soon. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>